<laughs> the funny thing is, is that I heard. Oh, uh, you can about talking. Who cares? I mean, there's no point in talking. Like, it'd be hard, it'd be hard to hear me. What? We'll see. Welcome to part two. I once again forgot to. At least we caught. At least you caught it. Yeah, right. I don't even know. I, to be honest, like I don't even want to point this out, but I, I'm getting like a little bit of a crickly sound. I think it's just my oh. headset or something. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I went to look. <laughs> yeah, we're only we're probably five minutes in. I think. Yeah. So you get a podcast this week <laughs> because I thought to look. I wonder if you as are your as your co-host, I should be doing every time anyway. So I wonder if you are getting that crickly sound. Hmm. Hmm. Because I think I replaced this USB drive, USB cable at one point. It's not real bad. Yeah, I mean, it like cuts out every now and then. Probably, if I had to guess, like it just like it's like kind of stutters or something. It's kind know. of like when you are listening to the radio and the station is just starting to be out of reach or like it's a rainy day or something. And it's just a little bit of like every once in a while you hear like a little. Yeah. I need to order a new USB cable. I'll put that down. Uh, I don't don't even know how we got to herpes last time. So I'm not going to try and. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Let me, let me, I'm not going to say, I was going to say we're talking about Jeremy's illness, but (laughs) that comes out. That comes out right, wrong, you know. No, like uh, so. Yeah, Jeremy's out week three with herpes. Uh, no, <laughs> no, he doesn't have herpes. As far as we know. <laughs> so, uh, hello and welcome to episode four hundred and thirty of Outlandish Podcast. I'm your host Matt. With me, I have Justin. This is the realm of the night. Hello, uh, and uh, uh, like I said, Jer- Jeremy got healthy, but then he got sick again. Apparently, yeah. so uh, I mean. Well, he- Supposedly you got. Sorry, what you you're you, you faded out there. So some form of pneumonia. You got some form yes. of pneumonia? Legionnaires. Uh, which I don't know that it, I don't know if it matters what type. But first of all, I, I learned that there you can get different multiple kinds of pneumonia. <laughs> I thought you either got pneumonia or you didn't get pneumonia, and there wasn't like forms of pneumonia. It was just pneumonia, but. So I don't know about, but anyway, the yeah, he's he he had a sudden bout of pneumonia. The they think it might be his uh, CPAP machine. Um, so uh, we thought, he, you know, he had to. I mean, it was a little, a little dicey there for a little bit. Yeah, he had to yeah. go to the hospital, and we were we were worried, but he he got out of he. Got, I feel like he came out of it pretty quickly. It was like just uh, two days, I think he was Yeah, there. that seems right, two or three. And then he seemed to be doing just fine. And then literally Matt was like, hey, are we recording today? And Jeremy was like, I got a fever. I think I need to go back to the hospital. I try not to. I shouldn't. I really should not be laughing about it because for all we know, this is a. Uh... Well, yeah. Well, God, now I feel bad because I don't want to worry. People, you're just but... laughing at the coincidence of it. And we look, I. I assume modern medicine nowadays has gotten to a point to where like fevers and stuff like that, like this, whatever he's f- dealing with antibiotics will hopefully run its course. Yeah, It's, it's probably some lingering thing that maybe even an infection that he picked up. I mean, good Lord hospitals are still 
uh, you know, infection hives. Uh, so anyway, hopefully he's going to be just fine. He's going to be just fine. Um, Anyways, yeah, anyway, so Henry, he got, somehow he got to herpes and I was talking about future man. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Future man, bad talking. show. It's, Keep- I mean, I, I watched all of it too, by the way, it's like three seasons, I think. So I just kept watching. I kept coming back because I was like, you know what? Let's keep, let's keep coming. So it's basically a time travel show. Mm-hmm. So I, that, that's why that's what really got me was it was time travel, and but it's an awful. It's like Channel One Hundred and One time travel, not even Channel One. I mean, it's like the worst, like the Lonely Island kind of what you would imagine. It's not even that good. When you say awful, are you referring to? The uh, lack of imagination or consistency or the over the immaturity imagination is what I should say. Oh, like, okay. it's just like, it's just like over the top, like just crude stuff. And it's not, huh. and it has the guy has, he played in the hunger games is what's his name? The little guy, Peter. Oh, the guy that was in the Hunger Games, and you were like, "I guess we'll start seeing this guy and stuff." But Joshua then, Jacobs. But then we didn't because, I mean, if you saw the Hunger Games, you know why. It's not like he had a magnetic acting style or anything. Yeah, uh, but uh, anyways, yeah, I watched it, and uh, yeah, don't bother with it. Okay. Uh, anyways, uh, what's up? What's going on? What's happening? Oh, so many things. Uh, I finished the Oberdin. I won't spend too much time on that since I talked about it last time. And, solved uh, all the mysteries. Of solved the all the mysteries. I will say that game. So, I like I like that game. It is unlike any game I've ever played before. Um, if you're into early 1800s, like ship faring, uh, this is a game for you. Uh, it's got an interesting style. Uh, ultimately, I butted up against you know when it got down to having seen every all the scenes i was ready to put the puzzle together and the game is entirely too bulky and wonky and slow when you're like when you're like speeding up and you just need to like oh i just need to i want to recheck the scene real quick because you know who was standing over there um the the other issue i have with this game is so you would expect a game like this to try to mislead you um by what I mean, like you watch a scene, it seems very obvious on the surface that this person dies because of this. And then like you play for a while and you realize like, Oh, I didn't have all the pieces of the puzzle and very clever game. I, I had it completely wrong. No, this game wants you to uh, take leaps of faith. So there's a lot of people like the, the, the game is basically set up. Like the book is filled with times people have died pretty much. And then at the end of chapters, they'll point out like, oh, these three people disappeared during this chapter. They don't show up again. So something must have happened to them. And as it turns out, you have to watch the scenes and pretty much like guess at what happened to them. And and when I say guess, like you have to, so when you go in and you say, okay, this person died, it gives you like three pages of ways that they died. Like strangling, fell overboard, fell downstairs, shot, stabbed, bitten, uh, clawed, eaten, decapitated, like all these different ways that a person could die. And sometimes 
you'll like and and again like i don't think this is a spoiler because it's one of the earliest scenes you see but like there's a there's a part where the kraken attacked the boat and so there was a guy who had a tentacle wrapped around his leg and then he disappears in that chapter and you know you don't know how he died did the monster did the kraken eat him did it tear him apart did he fall overboard was he uh clawed i you know i i don't know but like was he dr- there was a, there's an option where you can choose that he drowned and and when someone drowns you can put in uh like someone else having drowned them uh so as it turns like so there were some se- some things like that where you just had to like guess i guess he was drowned by the creature you know and then so every time you you put in three guesses that are correct the game says okay these three things are correct we're, we're going to lock these in you know so and so died this way that's locked in so there were several you know you had to like figure out okay i'm gonna just have to guess a lot of this and i'm not as fond as the guessing the other thing is that towards the end of the game the more difficult people to figure out you literally i literally was just saying like okay i've only got you know these 10 people left to identify uh well this guy he looks chinese to me so i've got two chinese top men that i have not I mean, you, 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 like, and you're, and you're using, like, you're, you're basing this off of, like, these old drawings of people. If I, and you got to go down. Well, if I know anything about stereotypical Asians. <laughs> but yeah, like, that's what you're doing. You're like, okay, this guy looks Chinese to me. I mean, he's wearing, you know, what looks like Chinese clothing of the time. So I'm going to, I'm going to give him this, you know, I've got two Chinese men that I've not assigned to someone. So I'm going to assign this guy this name and I'm going to assign this other guy that looks Chinese this other name. And then I know that this other one is correct. So did that work? Nope. Okay, let me swap their names. Blanc, blanc. It worked. You know what I mean? I didn't I didn't come to this conclusion by any other like logical means. You know, I'm not sure. So there was a bit of that at the end. Not as satisfying when you're doing that. And then the story, the actual story, ultimately was not very interesting. Uh, it was the game was definitely more about just putting the pieces in place. There's a chapter that you you don't even see anything from until you complete the rest of the book, and it's supposed to like fill in some stuff, but it wasn't a very satisfying fill in. Again, I think the game is really interesting. I think it's worth playing if you like logic problems, adventure games, uh, just. If you're looking for a game like in nothing you've probably played before, except maybe Her Story, I get the impression that game you brought up last week, Her Story, is similar as far as putting a mystery together. I recommend it. Otherwise, eh, there were some things that it wasn't utterly satisfying. Um, finished that and immediately started playing a game called Sunset Overdrive, which is on Xbox Game Pass. Xbox Game Pass, so good. Games I would like... Sunset Overdrive is a perfect example of a game I would not have bought. This is a game that came out, I think, six years ago. It was like a, it was either launch or early game for Xbox, uh, Xbox One. Have you heard of this game at all, Matt? I don't, I don't think you would have. Yeah, I think so. I've heard of Sunset Overdrive. Okay. It's a, it's a very irreverent game. So it's like take Saints Row and the energy of Harley Quinn, and blend that into like a prototype or infamous sort of superhero type game. And that's, that's what this game is. It's open world. Uh, the prim- it's, it's made by the, it's made by a rational 
who has made like the Ratchet and Clank games. And if you played a Ratchet and Clank, then you kind of also know what I'm talking about as far as like very almost cartoonish goofiness. So the premise is that in the city of Sunset, this this local Uber corporation launches a new uh, energy drink and they had this big concert to promote this energy drink. And at the concert, and this is the very beginning of the game, people they're like, all right, now it's time to chug some overdrive. Yeah. Overdrive, overdrive, chug, chug, chug. And the overdrive turns everybody into zombies um, that drinks it. And the zombies quickly overwhelm the city. Uh, And that's, and I mean like that's the premise and you're just this, it's kind of weird because it's how video game idiot video gamey it is. You don't get any story about your character. You're just this character all of a sudden. And, and, and the game is like, okay, the over the, 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 the OD are coming for you. You need to jump on, jump up. You need to jump on this car, jump on top of this building. Like there's no explanation for why you can bounce three stories high. Uh, and you can like grind on, there, there, are lot, there are lots of surfaces in this game. The game is basically made up of, like, bouncing surfaces and grinding surfaces. And that's how you kind of move about in the game. That's that's what I was saying. Like, it's kind of superhero-ish because, like, you can just grind. I mean, you can grind on a, on a, on a line all the way around the game if you want. They don't, they don't make you worry about momentum running out or anything. You just have, like, a constant grinding speed that's faster uh, than your walking or running speed in the game is meant for you to be bouncing or grinding your way around the city. And it's fun in that way. It's very, it's got a very good movement system as far as uh, running around and jumping around and whatnot. And the other aspect of it is that you have these really weird guns, uh, which is very reminiscent of the ratchet and clank game. So you've got, let's see, I think one of the games I started or guns I started out with was a, uh, a shotgun that sets things on fire. And then I had a, uh, like a giant dirty Harry. And I think they call it the dirty Harry and it's just a big ass revolver. But then I also had got a bazooka that fires exploding teddy bears. Um, and you can add amplifiers to these things so that like maybe your dirty Harry gun, uh, electrocutes people, or maybe your dirty Harry gun, causes enemies to spawn grenades that blow up in a cluster. Um, my current setup, like my current way of dealing with enemies is to throw out a taunt, like this, this, this taunting robot that makes enemies attack it and crowd around it. And then I've got a, a sprinkler that shoots out acid. So I lay that down. It's an area of effectability. The sprinkler, I have an amplifier that freezes enemies. So that hold, that kind of like freezes them randomly and holds them in place so that they get more acid. And then I've also got a, I think they call it the, the gun copter because it's just like a little remote, I say remote controlled. It's just a little like hovering helicopter robot that has a pistol attached to it and it shoots at whatever is within a certain range. So I just kind of throw that out and deal with enemies and then otherwise you've got like a melee ability so like when you bounce up in the air you can slam down on stuff and you know it's it's a uh, the story's not very serious everything's kind of cartoonish and you're running around uh doing goofy things in this they call it the like some of the characters call it the awesome apocalypse awesome apocalypse you know they're like hey don't worry about it too much it's the awesome apocalypse you know you can dress your dress your characters up in goofy outfits and you know like i said 
it's very video gamey and it's exactly kind of something I was looking for. I do really value fun open world um, systems with like locomotion like that. I really loved prototype. I think I'm sure you watched me play through the prototype games back in the day. Cause I remember them playing them while we were living. Together. It was like a power thing, right? Where you had different powers. Yeah. You had like almost venom like powers, uh, but it also meant that you could like run up walls and, you know, double jump and all that kind of fun, you know, senseless, like none of it makes sense in the real world, but that's okay. It's a video game. It's fun. Uh, So enjoying that, you know, it's been a good distraction. Uh, There's lots of side missions and things. So I've just been kind of making my way through that. Uh, Also, we started watching the, uh, Watchmen series that came to HBO last year. Have you seen this, Matt? Have it's you good, right? It's good. Oh, it's good. You, you liking it? You have you watched it? it? Have you watched it? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. I mean, I that's, that's that's how that's how probably eighty percent of people found out about the Tulsa stuff. That's right. You did talk about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's uh. So I will say that. I am liking it. I think we're on the, I think we've watched the fifth episode and I've liked it more with each episode. Uh, in the beginning, I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> like the first two yeah. episodes, they're throwing so much random shit at you. The other thing that was interesting to me is when this, when this came out, it was pretty popular. Um, and so people were talking about it. And I, I thought I heard lots of people say like, oh, you don't need to have watched the movie. You don't need to know anything about the Watchmen. It stands on its own. And ultimately, I think that's yeah. kind yeah. of that that's kind of the case. But I've been surprised at how much it draws from particularly the original comic. Like it's it's definitely a direct sequel or, you know, built in the world of the original comic, because in the movie, which I would expect most people, most regular ass people, if they've, if they've, between the comic and the movie, they've probably seen the movie. Like Jennifer was like, I saw that Jennifer had seen the movie. She didn't really like it. And the movie changes the ending. Uh, There's a, a big thing that happens at the end of the movie and they change it from the comic book. But this show is like straight up. No, no, no. We're we're doing what the comic book did, which is really interesting. So again, like in the first episode, there's a scene where this you like with the I would I guess you'd say the main character is I driving down the, the road. Same ending. I thought it was the same ending in the in the movie. No, in the movie, uh, spoilers. But I'm going to assume at this point, most people that have wanted to read Watchmen or whatever or see the movie have seen it. Um, instead of a a like squid being teleported into the middle of downtown. He does a, a blast that has the signature of what of Dr. Manhattan's powers. So yeah. So the idea like in the movie is that um, it's the same idea that like we're squabbling and we're in a cold war. We need a common enemy. This is, you know, this is part of the hoax to make, the world focus on a common enemy, but in the movie it's like, Oh, Dr. Manhattan has gone rogue. He makes it seem like Dr. Manhattan has gone rogue and makes Dr. Manhattan the common enemy. And so Dr. Manhattan's like, you know what? I'm going to go to Mars because the fuck humans anyway, they're all a bunch of idiots. (laughs) Like, fine. I will be, you know, they can think whatever they want. Uh, But the show definitely follows on with the, 
the giant squid being teleported into the middle of New York still kills like a bunch of people. And there's also like the psychic blast that kills a bunch of people and fucks a bunch of people up. But, uh, yeah. In the first episode. So the squid is the comic, right? The squid is the comic. Yes. Okay. That's what I was. was And it's also what the show is moving forward from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the first episode, well, this character's driving down the road and alarms go off and yeah. like it goes from a sunny day to a dark day and a bunch of tiny squids fall out of the sky. It literally rains squids. And then the squids like dissolve. I guess they're not meant to be in our environment. They dissolve and wash away and it's like, uh, okay. You know, <laughs> they don't really they don't really explain it. Um and like I said, there's just like, there's just a lot of open, like what the fuck is going on threads in the first two episodes. And, you know, I, I feel like a little too much. What the fuck Because I think that we have seen enough shows where it's like, Oh, we're going to open up all these questions and not give you answers. Like lost for a lot of people was unsatisfying because they drug that out for seven seasons. Um, this show kind of, I mean, there's even by season episode five, there's still lots of fucking questions to be answered, but I'm enjoying it. Like, it's really good world building. I like the continuation from the comic. I think that they've done a good job. I think they come up with some really interesting. They followed some some things down and come up with some interesting things. So I like, you know, the characters. I like how weird it is. Um, Yeah, enjoying that. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's 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 pretty much it. Uh, I was interested uh, in talking, if you don't mind. I don't know how much we've talked about like stocks and money on this show. You... Uh, I guess we should. I guess we should talk just for a minute though. The, oh, the yeah. watching stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. funny they'll play off of the movie, but yet all. All that shit, the basically the premise of it, of like the universe there of like uh, cops having to wear masks and stuff, like that's, that, I mean that was before the movie. Like all that stuff would have happened before the movie. Did it? I don't remember. I mean, because you're talking so basically, and it's well, it's interesting because that's very Tulsa centric. Because like what happened is like these this. White no, nationalists. No, no. Oh, what's up? Sorry, sorry, sorry. It was like ten years. Yeah, it was ten years prior, I think, or something. Right. Maybe that that uh, a whole bunch of cops got killed or something. There was like a right. Okay, now like, I remember. Yeah, these white right. nationalists because because the thing to make clear and what's really I don't know it's weird. It's it's like again like there's so much interesting world building, but basically the impression you get is that America is this like ultra progressive pretty liberal like robert redford gets uh gets elected president and they remove the term limit if i'm not mistaken like he's still president 20 30 years later and he passes like reparations they actually give reparations to black people for slavery and all the other horrible things that we've done to black people in america since the civil war ended uh which is why tulsa is this like kind of almost like black utopia. I believe if I'm not mistaken, like white people are a minority in Tulsa. Um, They, they're like giving all these economic incentives, incentives to, you know, build themselves up. Uh, But yeah, 10 years ago in the, in the show, these white nationalists like 
attack all the police in town, I guess, because they're protecting um, all these black people, you know, as the police. Uh, and so, yeah, the, the, they, the cops like come back, but they are allowed to wear masks. They're basically allowed to have secret identities like superheroes. And some of like most of the cops just have cop uniforms, but they have a yellow mask. But then there's like some people that get to be superheroes, right, Matt? <laughs> like our main character. Yeah. yeah. And some Russian dude. It's I, I guess that's I don't know. It's weird. The red the red mask and then like there's a, a female another female mask. Yeah, a very a very minor character, like hardly even a character at all, lady that has like the lace on her face. Yeah. Um and a dude that wears a panda mask. Uh <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's like, it's a really interesting take, but like when I was talking about the progressive, like very progressive things, cause what's weird is it's, it's both like liberal and progressive in some ways. So like, um, when the gu- when the cops want to use a gun, they have to like radio back to base and get authorization. Otherwise the guns are locked into these holsters in their car and they have to like, they have to like go through all these like questions to be able to withdraw their gun. Um, but then you immediately see that like, they just kind of some, you know, like a cop could just like bullshit his way through those questions. And in fact, like one of the superhero cop ladies, she goes and just like takes a dude, takes a white guy from a, from his trailer park and just like hauls him in and they beat the shit out of him to get a- answers out of him. So, but then at the same time, it's almost like this faux kind of bullshit progressive angle uh, to the to the world, whereas like police brutality is still definitely a problem. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Anything else? Anything else you want to talk? Or you were, you said you were starting off to talk about something. I, no, you're right. Yeah, I was curious if you wanted to chat uh, stocks, stocks and, I mean, and yeah. investing and stuff like that. I mean, don't listen to me now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how upfront you wanted to be about like, cause you were doing really well. And oh, then yeah. you had, you had bought, uh, you'd put like kind of your, your, if you wanted to talk about like your idea was like to put money into several very cheap pharma stocks. We're talking like 50 cent to a dollar stocks. Right. Right, 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 right. With the idea. My thing was like, yeah, cause my thing was like, well, they're in clinical trials. So once that stuff comes to fruition, uh, they ought to be breaking it in, you know, because I mean, yeah, you know. those stocks can skyrocket. We saw well, there was one yeah. that you that you uh, were like, here's here, you know, because like I think so, like around my birthday, you were like, here, you know, to invest in some pharma stocks. Just try this out for me. And I was like, sure, why not? You know, honestly, like I'm I'm new to this whole thing. Like I'm not putting like serious money in, and nobody should, in my opinion. Uh, just something to like play around with, like throw 50 or a hundred dollars into a stock. And sure enough, there was one that they like announced the news of moving forward with the trial and the stock price went up by like 400% in a day. Uh, and I had put like $50 into it. So uh, I was like, sure, I'll cash that out. You know, <laughs> like, that's, but that's the thing with stocks, right? Like when it's going up like that, you're like, Oh, how high could it go? You know, <laughs> you gotta like, yeah. Let's ride this out. Let's ride it out. Like, I mean, have you have you paid attention to what Tesla is doing? Man, I, I Tesla is like everybody says it's like like an imaginary stock, basically. Yeah, what you're getting. 
Like what? What is what? Why they don't even understand the value of that? Yeah, because like their market cap and their 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 revenue, so they just surpassed Walmart in their uh, I think it's market cap right now, and then people were pointing out how Walmart has like twenty times the or, or thirty or forty. I don't even know how what it is. It's like way like a more actual revenue where Tesla has like no like not near as much actual revenue and profit. So yeah, it's, it's, it's the stock that people are pointing to is expecting to burst. They have, I think they've gone up like, I don't even know how much in the last two years, but I know that they have more than doubled their price in just the last year or something. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I think they're up to like over, over a thousand a share. Yes. I think they're 2000 a share. Right now, I don't remember. I, I should I actually like, pull up the numbers. Yeah, like, they are they are two thousand and fourteen right now. Whew. Yeah, yeah. And a they started. Uh, oh my gosh, they started the year. They started a year ago, not this year, but oh no, sorry. Yeah, January second, they were four hundred and thirty dollars. Still four hundred dollars. I mean, that was. I thought that was ridiculous. Four hundred something dollars. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, in so this time last year they were like two hundred and thirty dollars. <laughs> you could have tenfolded your money basically by buying a year ago. Which you know, that's who knew. Who knew it was going to do that. Yeah, I, do, I mean, I don't think anybody, I mean, I, I just, no, thank you. If anything, like I would, I would want to, I think if they're called puts where you're basically betting that a stock is going oh, to yeah. bust. Uh, yeah, I, I do. I would not want a piece of Tesla right now. Um, and I feel like Tesla is one of those stocks, like if slash when they burst, it's going to put a big dent in the stock market as a whole. Because that's kind of what people like. All these technology stocks that are basically propping the 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 market up. It just it just feels like there's going to be some sort of burst at some point. Yeah, I mean, every day it seems like uh, Robinhood's telling me like something beat the market, like some technology stock beat the market. Yeah, as we continue to be in this pandemic. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I mean, the only things I think should be going up right now are like. Uh, toilet paper <laughs> right. and uh, n- online streaming services. Yeah, Zoom, <laughs> Microsoft. I mean, like people are also ordering the shit out of stuff now, so it makes sense that online retailers would be doing well. It makes sense that Google would be doing well because their whole business is basically being online. Right? I do not understand where money's coming from. I don't either. Like right now, I mean, we've been almost a month without that. Uh, stimulus stuff. Yep. Right. Yep. Uh, I don't even like where the economy should have. I mean, like every stock should have started going down as soon as that stopped because there was no money going into the economy. Like every, I mean, people would be like recording losses for the quarter and all that kind of stuff because of this. I mean, I don't well, my understanding is that it has to do with the Fed. Uh manipulating things to keep to keep the economy doing well um and that is about where my understanding of the stock market ends (laughs) i'm not gonna because i have no idea what the fed does i know that traditionally they would lower interest rates um 
but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I just, I mean, we'll see. Um, anyway, I, I was, I, I'm doing pretty good. I, uh, I, so when, when everything fell, like, you know, when this, when in back in March, when the stock market plummeted and things look really shitty, I was in a, I mean, I'm just in a good place where I had money that I've been sitting on in savings for a long time, like knowing that I needed to get in the stock market, but just, you know, being afraid of it, basically. Like, and I'm not talking about my retirement savings. I keep those separate, but I'm just talking about like excess money that I just keep in savings for like, you know, what if something happens? I need to pull money out. But it was enough where I was like, I really ought to be, I really ought to have at least some of this in the market because um, it's not doing anything for me. So finally, you know, when the stock market plunged, I jumped in. And uh, I'm doing really well with like the big, I put like my, I put a, a big chunk of it into an ETF. That's basically one of those like, you know, S and P 500 type ETFs. Um, so that one's doing good for me. Um, all the pharma stocks, unfortunately, all the little pharma stocks, as Matt can tell you, uh, something they happened. Just, collapsed. just completely. <laughs> yeah. Or something. They just fucking deflated. Out. Which, you know, Matt, on, I was I almost texted you back today to say, like, you know, this is probably a good time to put my money into these stocks. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem, right? You don't know where the bottom is. Right. But, like, is this the, yeah. bottom? Is the bottom? They've dropped so much. But even if you expect that they're going to, you know, regain the value that they dropped, like, it's probably a good time to put some money into them. But at the same time, a lot of these stocks that are that low... Like when you go and look at them, there's like a little exclamation point and they're like, oh, this stock is in danger of being delisted. (laughs) Yeah, they do a bunch of reverse splits. So they take a bunch like I've I've had so far, I've had like two or three that have done like 10 to one where for every 10 shares, you get one share. Ooh, ooh, that's not a good sign, right? You don't want your, you don't want your stock doing that. I had a, uh, I've got a stock that like, Sorry, you were you were sorry. It's, it's so they don't get delisted and everything. I mean, you oh, want yeah. to do it so, so they can stay on the market. True. But yeah, it does. It does. Because um, then, then you're like, oh, it resets your stats in Robinhood. Yes. So you're like, I don't know what this is. I don't. I, mean, I don't remember how much I paid for this. I don't know anything about it. It's, it says zero dollars. I've got some. Yeah, I've got some company that it looks like they consolidated or like broke up part of the company anyway the point is is my stock is now listed under a different stock <laughs> and it has no history you know it doesn't look at the the previous history i think this happened last week and i was looking at it and i was like what the fuck is this i don't remember this oh what the fuck they have no history and i went looked at the looked at the news uh the other thing i was going to say is uh so i don't know if i've talked about this i apologize because it's been a long quarantine but Back in April, my brother-in-law pointed out that uh, Bitcoin was going to have again. Have you ever heard of this, Matt? Do you understand the having? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's sort of like stock splitting, as far as I understand. They just so that there's so that you know the price of Bitcoin isn't ridiculously high. I guess. Um, I don't. I don't know the again. Like I don't understand the exact specifics. I remember looking it up and understanding it at the time. But my brother-in-law pointed out that every time it is halved, the price has gone up afterwards. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I'll throw some money into Bitcoin. Um, and that's working out pretty well for me. It's It's gone up like 
since then. The Tesla of digital currency. Not quite, although that's what I'm hoping for. And this is like the dumbest shit. But basically, I watched a video. He was like, I he pointed out this YouTube uh, series of this guy that talks uh, stocks and whatnot. And I watched this video where the guy was like, you know, there are people that are predicting that Bitcoin might hit a million dollars uh, either within our lifetime or maybe within even the next 10 years. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take an amount of money that I that is big enough that it will be like a really nice payday if that happens. And but small enough that if it just if Bitcoin just, you know, gets shut down or just completely dissolves, you know, that'll suck. But I will be okay losing that for the potential, right? So that's what I've that's what I've done. I've got I've got a a chunk of Bitcoin uh just sitting there. And I don't plan on taking it out anytime soon. Hopefully, I don't. I'm, I'm trying not to take it out until like I retire or something. Um, that's going to be hard, you know. If it skyrockets, well, you know, you also have to keep up with it. Yeah. Well, I looked it up. From what I understand, I, I from what I understand, if I'm under a certain income, I don't have to report gains for Bitcoin. I'm just saying. You have to keep up with where it's at. Like you should oh. probably, if you care about it that much, you should get like one of those wallets. Oh yeah, it, no, yeah, yeah. So you're absolutely yeah. Because this the same this same YouTube channel I was talking about. He he did a like for Bitcoin newbies. You know, these are the five things I recommend, and one of them was actually putting it into a digital digital wallet instead of uh, keeping it on Coinbase, which is where I have it currently. But like the digital wallet kind of scares me too, because like I want, I like that a separate company is keeping up with it for me as opposed to like, you know, having to stick it into what is effectively like a digital safe where I would have to like keep up with the, uh, you know, the password for it. And like, if something happens to that safe, it's cause it's like on your computer, right? Man, I don't even, don't even get me started on that kind of shit. Right? Like, I don't, I don't think you keep I don't think you can like, I don't know. I, I don't know enough a, about it. I want to say, I think it's a key to access part of the chain. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I mean, this is the point where I remind, like where I reiterate how I still don't quite get Bitcoin. You know, like I, I understand that it is a thing that is almost like it's impo- basically impossible to replicate or hack. And that is what gives it its value. But yeah, the having the fact that the the longer it goes on, the harder it is to mine. I don't. I mean, it's like I don't understand. You know, like I don't understand the the algorithm that you know creates Bitcoin or whatever. But anyway, that's just like full disclosure. I just wanted to mention. You know, it's if you if you if you if you're curious about that, if you even want to like see the videos that I from this guy that I follow on YouTube, I can. You know, you're welcome to reach out to me on Twitter. Um, but anyway, just, you know, that's, that's something I'm looking at right now. It's something that I'm busying myself with these days. And also, uh, I posted on Twitter about how, like, so when I lost my job in early June, I had to transfer all of my 401k into a, a set, a, a new IRA account. Um, and, uh, I, you know, was, you know, getting ready to, 
actually apply those funds into, you know, like bonds, ETFs, whatever, you know, whatever I was going to invest in. But I was like, God, the fucking market keeps going up. But how can it keep going up? Like, so now I've, I have not applied them. The market continues to go up, which sucks because I'd like to be in on those gains. But I keep expecting another crash or at least a big dip, you know? So I don't know. I, maybe I'm making a big mistake. But I, I think I'm going to keep waiting for a dip. They say not to time the market. This is totally what I should not be doing with my goddamn retirement. But I figure, like, if if we go a year and the market never quite dips again, I can still put my money in, and yeah, I'll, I'll have missed out on some gains for a year. But I think it's I'm gonna I'm gonna write it out and see. Um, anyway, sorry, that's okay. about all I have to talk about. <laughs> I feel like I'm just monologuing at this point. So. All right. Okay. Uh, let's take a look here. Uh, get my show notes up here. Um, good plan. Uh, oh, I watched uh, Project Power. Uh, I, I know. know what, what is that? What is that? I know what that is. Is that uh, Jamie Lee Fox? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, heard that the movie has like basically no story, but. All the uh, special effects scenes are cool. Are so cool that it's worth watching anyway. I would definitely say check it out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, watching some YouTube stuff. I I, I tweeted about Kevin James having a YouTube. Like apparently he's putting out all these different shorts and stuff. Which, like, I'm finding like a lot of celebrities apparently have YouTube channels now. Um, somehow, yeah, right? Like, what else are they going to do? They might as well, you know, make some money directly. Well, somehow I got on. Uh, it popped up in my Twitter feed uh, that Alexandra D. Whatever Rio. You would know her. You would know her. Very attractive. Oh, woman. oh my God! Yes, I. Uh, uh, she is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have, in, uh, I have a special. She, she's in the special list. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, she Alexandra has a Daddario. Yeah, she has she has a YouTube and um, she posts about stuff on there. Uh, I, I was watching. She was uh, it's just everyday stuff. Like she was just, she, one video was like her. She lives with like a couple of other women, and uh, she was like. Shh, some one of them was trying to teach him how to shotgun a beer. <laughs> I was like, I don't even I, like. I don't even understand that. Like, I don't know what the purpose. Like, you poke a hole in the bottom, you open it up. I, it's supposed to flow more, I guess. Yeah, I like that. The you 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 make a an air a, an escape hole for the air, so the right. it's supposed to just drain right out. Yeah, but it's like. Right, can you drink it that fast? You know, like, come on. I mean, like, that's just a waste of beer. Right? That's the shotgun. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, what, another YouTube channel called Slappers Only TV. Slappers Only TV. Yeah, it, it somehow it got in my uh, in my feed. So I checked it out. It's like a did do, do some really funny comedy stuff. Huh. Okay. Uh, 
Uh, I'm watching some other YouTube stuff. Uh, keeping up with, you know, Sino Alice. Uh, I've tweeted about it. I'm keeping up with that, playing that. Uh, really enjoying that. Uh, getting along with the guild. We're trying to make guild progression. And so it's really, there's a really competitiveness about it. Um, like I say, right now, 8 o'clock is usually when we're doing it. Uh, we had we had a kind of easy fight on the rush. Um, I bought Fall Guys. Oh yeah, I, I played that a little bit. I mean, it's not. Yeah, I wouldn't bother with it. Oh, what do you not like about it? Uh, it's just you know, after like a day, you're tired of it. You know. Oh, I see. Because it's the same it's- stuff over and over. Right. It also, I get the impression that like it would get tiring, um, feeling like you're doing pretty. Like it's it's a game where, and, and I know this is the point of the game, but you, it's basically random as far as yeah. how well you're going to do, right? Because, like as an I example, mean, one of one of the tracks is, oh, here's five doorways, but some of them are uh, false. So yeah. it, it's totally random if you run to the right doorway. That's true. That's accurate. Yeah, it's just it's it's not it's not that good. And yet it is taking the internet by storm. It's it's, it's just I don't like it. I I, I regret buying it uh, a lot. Oh. How much is it? Twenty dollars? Thirty dollars? I think it was thirty dollars. Okay. I mean, it's just like like I said, I, I played it like a couple of days, and I was just like, I'm done. What's what's the point of this? Um, listen to there's some some bands I'm listening to. Holly Humberstone popped up in my YouTube from like listening to other genres of music. Echo Smith. Uh, I think Echosmith. I missed. I missed. They were at uh, whatever we have here. I can't remember. What's our What's our festival, Justin? Do you remember? Uh, Riverfest. Riverfest. Yeah, they showed up for Riverfest. I hate that I missed out on them. Like they're they're my kind of genre music, kind of kind of indie indie pop. I guess you would say. I don't know what you call that. Um. Uh, but Brian, my friend Brian, he would have went with me and loved it. Uh, Yonaka, all capital Y O N A K A, Yonaka, Yonaka. Um, uh, what else? Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> I tweeted about it. There was a, uh, I like once again Twitter feed. I mean Twitter uh, YouTube feed. Um, emo isn't dead or something like that. And so like that kind of got me into like, Oh yeah, I remember listening to this like 10 years ago, 20 years ago, whatever, 20 years ago. Oh my God. Oh my God. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 10, no 10, 10 years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> it have been, but you were talking we about start... emo. So I thought for sure you were talking 20 years ago. Uh, I see. We started in 2008, right? Yes. Even in 2009, 2010, yeah, 2009, 2010, yeah. Um, but so, so, like, I think it's funny that you can tell Alexa play emo. Oh shit! Uh, and she'll just. Like, stop playing that kind of stuff. 
I don't know. It just it cracks me up. She knows what that is. I don't know why. But you know, it's just it's, I, I guess I don't think of it. I thought it was like not really the name of the genre, but name of like some you know like a, a fake name somebody gave it. But I guess that's actually the name of the genre. You know? Yeah, emo. Yeah, yeah. Emotional. There's emo, and then of course there's screamo, which uh, our old friend Dave was uh, big into in the 2000, yeah. in the 2000 era. Which is where yeah. you're still emotional, you're all dour and whatnot, but you scream about it. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, what was I going to say? Yeah, but like you tell you tell you tell her to play certain things, and she'll start she'll start you know, playing some stuff. And then you're like, then she'll move over to Paramore. And I'm like, this, what is this? Isn't like emo. Really? Is this considered emo? I mean, I think they might've been on like a tour with emo esque people. But, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, purchased a rice cooker. Oh yeah. I figured, uh, I, I want to try to figure eating rice is a little bit, is healthy, you know? So I'm going to try to make that Eating amazing. rice is healthy? Wouldn't it be? Uh, right? Isn't that, isn't that like a... I mean... That'd be low calorie, right? The wild grain is healthier. No, rice is like pure starch. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. It's basically like eating pasta. That's not true. There's tons of skinny Asians, Justin. Yeah, the thing is that like everybody else actually does a lot of stuff. With their bodies no, no, during no, the day, <laughs> they just everybody knows they just sumo wrestle and yeah. make, make Godzilla films. That's all they do. And work in the rice fields. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, they have robots that do that. Obviously, obviously, robots, Justin. Um, I signed up for a, a service called Imperfect Foods. And uh, that's going to be interesting to try out because, like I said, I want to try to be healthy and stuff. And so I want to get produce. Keeping produce at, uh, uh, a constant flow of produce is always a hassle, I feel like. So that's what this, this service is supposed to do is kind of get uh, weekly, so weekly mail-in produce. So I'm going to look forward to getting that. And first order is going to be on uh, Wednesday or Thursday, so... I'll, is this uh, the service that you tweeted at me and Jennifer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Is it called yeah. Imperfect Food? I, I apologize, but I didn't really look into it. But uh, is it is it called Imperfect Foods because, like, they're shipping out, like, the kinds of produce that doesn't look so good? You know, like, it doesn't yeah. have shelf beauty? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, it's perfectly fine. It just doesn't have yeah. the good look to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel it's funny. I was, I was telling Jennifer because we've been having our groceries uh, delivered uh, or we pick them up or she picks them up um, since like quarantine, quote unquote quarantine, since this all began. Uh, and I was joking slash pointing out like, oh, man, this is this must be really great for produce like the farm, the stores, because now they can like give you the shitty looking apple, you know, <laughs> Well, that's the thing is like, it's, it's supposed to be getting directly from the farmers. Oh, okay. Like that's good stuff that stuff that farmers can't sell. Right. To, to distributors. Oh, so this is even, even less perfect. 
but still good. Well, I mean, like they're not going to buy a carrot unless it's like looks like a carrot. You know, they're not right. going to buy sure. one that has like, a growth on the side or something like you know. Right. Even though it's not like I just want to make sure that people understand it's, it's not like damn it, it's not like no, no, uh, yeah, rotting or something like you know whatever. It's just like the weird shape stuff where that, that certain people get weird about their food. Like, I need an apple to look exactly like an apple looks like. Yeah. Instead of being off-colored or something. Yeah. Um, one second here. Let me look at my 3.5 stuff. I made some notes. I made some notes. Uh, how many kids do you think have tried to give their rabbit tricks? <sighs> Too many. Too many. And how hard was it for the parents to say, silly kid, tricks are for kids, not rabbits. Yeah. You, you murdered. You murdered, you murdered, you murdered tricks. How many rabbits do you think have been named tricks? A lot. Maybe. I don't know. That's a good question. Or Trixie. Maybe Trixie. I like Trixie. Trixie. Trixie's a good name for a rabbit. Uh, I bet statistically the amount of bacon ate while cooking it is like 50 to 60. <laughs> I'll tell you what, like, because Jennifer will like cook bacon ahead of time sometimes. Uh, yeah. Some of that bacon gets at by all household members. <laughs> You you definitely need to cook more than what you expect to need later. Yeah, it's kind of ridiculous at how like I mean it's just you're cooking it and you're like I'm not gonna sit at this hungry right now, that's what I'm cooking it. So I just I just eat you know, one piece here, one piece there. And, oh I got one well, I only have two pieces left when I'm oh, cooking. Dang it, guess I gotta open another another thing of bacon. Guess I gotta cook another thing on bacon. Yeah, you pretty much like have to fill yourself on bacon, and then the bacon left, and make sure that the bacon left over is enough that you need for later. <laughs> Cooking tip: Only cook bacon when you're full, <laughs> when you can't eat any more bacon. Yeah. Um. Do you think referral codes are like the new pyramid scheme? Like, is that? Ah. I mean, not a pyramid scheme, but no. But I'm just saying, like, it seems like you know, it's like, all right, I'll refer you. You refer, you know. Yeah. I mean, it, think. I mean, it, I'm surprised somebody doesn't come up with like a pyramid scheme referral like website thing. I don't know. I mean, you know, that's what MLM stuff is like mid mid level. What do they call it? Uh, fucking I can't, marketing, marketing, or whatever it is. Something, mar- mar- uh, yeah, it's something like that. Like, uh, what was that old company? I'm sure they're still around. I don't know. There's been tons of different reviews on. Yeah, but there was like, there was like the, the company. It was like the butt of the joke company that people would reference. Yeah, that was pyramid schemey. I mean, it's definitely harnessing the power of the pyramid scheme for, you know, something that's not quite a pyramid scheme, right? Yeah. It's like you were like, you, you tweeted like, hey, you guys should check this out. And, you know, I was like, oh, okay. Cool. That's kind of out of the oh, you get a you get money back. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, that's not really. No, it, no. I don't mean for that. I don't mean for that to sound like 
cynical or sinister per se, but like it is why you reached out to us, right? You know. No, no, I, 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 I put that that quality of life in y'all's realm, honestly. I know you do the book later, you guys. Sure. It. Sure. So, so I mean, it was. I, I, I'll, I'll give you that. There was twofold, maybe, to it. Yes. It was. It's incentive, and that's exactly why they do it, right? Like it came to my head, like, oh, well, they do the blue plate, so they would probably like this. Also, here's my referral code, right? Because you know, when you refer it to us, uh, you know, the person, or I should say, when you refer it to someone, that person also gets a discount. So it's like discounts all around. It's good for everybody, right? <laughs> Just sign up for this service, guys. It's only gonna. You're only going to get charged for it and forget about it and then bitch at me because it's a service that keeps on renewing itself. Eventually cancel it on that day, you know, two months from now when you're throwing out all this rotting, nasty produce that you never got around to using. (laughs) All right. Uh, That's all I got. Um, Can't think of anything else really. Anyways, yeah, I'm playing like a lot of Ceno Alice. Everybody should be playing Ceno Alice. It's super fun. Uh, super competitive. It's great. I don't know. It's I don't know why I enjoy it. I guess because of the guild. It has to be the guild thing. Yeah. Like, I, progression. It's really, it's progression. It's really nice to have like a Discord and for everybody to get on there and chat about the game. And sure, uh, it's a good filler for basically WoW. Uh, sure. Um, but anyways, fast uh, forward five uh, years, you'll be going to a meetup. Oh. I'm surprised yeah. you don't have a Ceno Alice podcast going yet. Uh, I don't think there's that much to talk about. Oh, okay. I mean, it's not like, I mean there, there's uh, there's good YouTube coverage of it. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, like I say, you get maybe like daily five-minute snippets. That's good. There's not enough to talk about like a 30-minute, 40-minute weekly show. Uh, anyways, all right. Uh, thanks for this episode 430 of Outlandish Podcast. Yeah, I hear you, buddy. I'm, right, I'm wrapping up. My dog's thinking he's over here just like whining. He, he wants to go out because I've closed the door. Uh, if you'd like to send us an email, you can do so at letter at outlandishpodcast.com. You can follow us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash outlandishpodcast. I'll put this episode out tonight. You want me to mention the podcast league thing or fantasy football stuff or. Yeah. We were in it no, last Matt, year. Job? Well, I don't know. We still need. I don't think. Go ahead. I don't think they need anything for for which league? Running on E. Oh, okay. Filled those spots, I think. Uh, but I just need anybody that played last year, if they're listening to this podcast, to confirm that they're going to be be at this year. If if, if we should start one, uh, I'm not going to push it ahead. If, I don't know with the whole COVID stuff, man. It's just whatever. Yeah, I'm, like I, I, I'm already in more paid leagues than I expected to be in, and it's like it's not a lot, but it's yeah. more than I expected. I'll definitely get in some uh, best ball leagues on Yahoo. But I need cool. to do. Oh yeah, I can't do that. I'm, I'm, I may need you to to help me do that. All right. Uh, like this is the uh, yeah, uh, follow us on Twitter at Outlandish Cash. You can follow me at Outlandish Matt. You can follow Jeremy at Outlandish Jared. You can follow Justin at Outlandish Beats. 
Uh, thanks for this episode 430, and we will catch you in 431. Bye. Bye-bye. Let me switch over here and play the uh, outro here. Say, right, there you go. Say, thank you for listening to Outlandish. Thank you for listening. Good enough. <laughs>